Hey guys, Mubarak here. If you're at all interested in crypto trading, investing, and figuring out what are the best altcoins to invest in now, check out altcoinresearch.com. We just launched our new course that goes through the A to Z, regardless of your background or experience. And I know you guys are going to love it. So go check it out. Hello, my fellow traders. All right. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the ever so famous topic of shorting. Okay, everyone loves to talk about it. Everyone loves to know about, you know, what shorting is, how to do it, why I don't exactly short too often. So I'm going to cover all of that in this episode right now. First off, if you're coming into this video and you think that shorting is illegal or has ever been illegal, then I definitely advise you to stop this video and go check out, you know, more of my introductory resources okay have for some reason seen a lot of people that think that shorting is illegal and that the SEC deemed it illegal because for some time even in you know and you can't blame them because even investopedia.com you know the central hub for people of finance and trading and the stock market and um, even they had an article for a while talking about how shorting is illegal so how is the average individual or the retail investor supposed to know otherwise? But in general, I just want to tell you, in no way is shorting illegal. It has never been illegal and it will never be illegal. Okay, there's a lot of misconceptions about it. So I'm just going to first talk about what exactly it is, um, how to do it, and then finally talk about my thoughts about it. So starting off, shorting is pretty much another style of investing or trading and pretty much involves the process of going long which is you know the the concept everyone knows of buy low sell high but you do it in reverse so essentially what you do is you're selling high and you're buying low all you know it's the same concept but you're just reversing the sequence of events so now the way this happens though is that first you sell shares of a stock now, technically, what you're doing is you're selling something that you don't have. But the way you do that is that through your brokerage platform, so whichever one you're using, SureTrader, TD Ameritrade, ShareBuilder, whichever one is your brokerage firm or platform of choice, through that, you, there's, there'll be a order that you can put in that involves or that will t discuss, you know, selling to short. All right. And basically that's you're borrowing shares from the broker and you're selling it so technically you have you have a position when you sell to short and so you have to remember that you're looking at the ask column of the level two because you're looking to sell it first and then you're hoping all right or the the way that you make profit is if the stock price goes down because now basically you have a loan out with the your brokerage firm Okay, because you sold shares that you didn't own because you borrowed them from your brokerage. And now you have to buy them back to return them. And so you're hoping that the stock price goes down so that you can buy it and then give it back to the broker. And so what you do is you bid to cover or you buy to cover. So when you short, you short to sell and you buy to cover. And that's how that works, okay? Now, the reason it's a little complicated is, first of all, a lot of people have trouble with that concept, okay? The concept of, you know, first selling something that you don't have, and then you have to buy it back. 
But really, once you become a little bit more familiar with trading, it's not too much of an issue. And you'll see all it all it depends on is making, you know, putting several orders. And as you become more familiar and get more comfortable with the trading strategies that I teach in my VIP membership or that I even discuss in my other episodes or in my free videos on my site, www.inpennystock.com, you'll see that once you understand how stocks go up and when they're about to shoot up, you'll also start to get a fundamental understanding of when they're about to go down or when they're about to crash. For example, at the end of a pump and dump or as your analysis skills of level two get better, you'll be able to understand when a penny stock is just crashing and when it would be a good short. However, there's a whole nother side that you need to look at before you start shorting and that is the potential risk that shorting has okay so let me explain that when you go long all right when you're doing the traditional buy low sell high you buy the shares first sell them for a higher price the only risk that you ever have is the amount of money that you put into the stock so if you buy two thousand dollars worth of Fannie Mae all right the worst thing that can happen if you're completely you know dumb technically and you know you go against everything and you never sell and the stock crashes and the worst thing that can happen is you lose your money all right the two thousand dollar investment goes to zero that's the worst thing that can happen okay you know with my methodologies and strategies you won't ever lose more than about fifty dollars okay but or you know depending on your bank account you won't ever lose more than one cent per share or two cents per share but in general that's the worst thing that can happen right now what happens when you short though is you have to understand the ability for a stock to go on to any price alright so it is possible that a stock goes up to infinity alright or goes up to several thousand dollars or a hundred dollars or anything but what you have to keep in mind is even though it's not likely the risk is a lot more higher because when you sell to short okay you're selling something that you don't own and now you have to buy back the shares but you don't know what price you have to buy back the shares at so if I sell a penny stock to short it at two dollars you know I'm hoping that the price goes down and I can buy it back cheaper and you know I basically just got a discount and you know that's where I make my profit but it's possible for that two dollar stock to go up to forty fifty dollars does it happen often no has it happened yes it has happened. Penny stocks have ran like crazy. They have ran up thousands and thousands of percent. Okay? Plug has been one of those cases where it started off at a dollar and ran to ten dollars. Okay? In just a matter of a few weeks. And it ran even higher than that. Okay? So the problem with shorting though is that if you don't properly adjust your risk level and you don't learn the fundamentals of how to cut your losses short or you know cut your losses sorry no pun intended cut your losses then you potentially could owe the your broker a lot of money an unlimited amount of money because you have to buy back those shares and those shares could have gone from two dollars that you sold it at to fifty dollars and now you have to pay your broker back each and every share at that fifty dollar amount okay and that's not the worst part about it that's a limitation though but if you start getting some sense and some discipline and some trading strategies and you know knowing when to cut your losses 
that doesn't become an issue for you anymore okay and you know your in, your intermediate traders you're probably like okay well what's the problem now let me tell you the other problem of why I don't preach this method and why I don't even use it okay I try to be as newbie friendly as possible I try to appeal to new traders you know that's where I found that people need the most help because the big guys like Timothy Sykes and Superman they're concerned with their own things they're concerned with their top end clients who are paying them thousand like you know the trading challenge for Timothy Sykes is about six thousand dollars you know and Superman has his boot camp which I'm sure has a similar cost and what happens though is that the new traders get screwed the new traders, you know, who don't even fully understand the stock market, who don't even know exactly what shares are, who have never, you know, used a trading platform before, there's no one that can teach them how to properly trade. So, usually those people also tend to have smaller accounts, which is wise of them because, you know, you shouldn't throw all your money in something that you're not, you know, fully comfortable with. You should slowly grow your account or invest more in your account as you see that you're becoming more and more profitable. So the thing, other aspect of shorting is that due to a, you know, SEC, Securities Exchange and Commission rule, so everyone in the United States is, you know, you know, has to worry about this rule, it's called the $2.50 rule, all right? And when you short a stock, it has to, you're going to be placed with a liability of at least $2.50 per share. So in terms of your buying power. So it's a little complicated, but let me try to give you guys an example, okay? Say you have $2,500, okay? $2,500. Or you know what? Let's make this even easier. Let's make this very simple. Say you have $10. $10 in your account, okay? You buy a share for, you know, a stock is $1. So you have $10 total in your account. The stock is going at a dollar. If you short, if you buy it, you only lose a dollar. I mean, you invest a dollar. So you can buy 10 shares of that, right? Because you have a $10 account. Each share is $1. So you can have 10 shares, all right? Basic multiplication. With shorting and the $2.50 rule, you're only allowed to get four of those shares. Even though when you short it, you're only putting, you're only selling and getting $4 back the brokerage firm needs to protect their investment they need to have an insurance policy towards your trading and you know they because again like I was talking about before there's an unlimited risk the price could go up thousands of dollars or you know uh, you know it could go up dramatically and then you might not be able to pay back your broker and then you know you have your own issues monetarily but the broker still needs to get the money for the shares because you know they sold you shares that weren't yours when you were shorting. So they still need to protect themselves and so they instituted this $2.50 rule. So not only are there all the other complications that you have to worry about, but then there's also this restriction that gets put on your buying power whenever you try and short. So that one you might be able to, you want you might want to short that $1 stock but you have to keep in mind that you'll only be able to short four shares of that, not ten shares, okay? Because of the fact that <clears throat> your account only has a total of ten dollars, 
and the 250 rule meaning you know 250 times 4 is $10 meaning you can only short four of those shares I hope that wasn't too complicated again I can clarify it for you guys you might want to re-listen to it I know it's a little confusing but in general those are the reasons why I don't short okay also because I'm trying to appeal to you know new traders and new traders definitely should not even think about shorting because it's a lot more complex there's a lot more rules there's a lot more volatility and a lot more risk okay penny stock trading is risky as it is all right I try to teach you the ways to make it the least amount of risk I try to bring it down to very very little and minimal de minimis amounts of risk so that's why I don't promote shorting at all and I probably never will to be honest okay unless I change my niche I might I sometimes do it myself but I will never recommend other people to do it unless they themselves are advanced enough to feel that they can try it out but if you do want to try it out do it in a virtual trading account okay get familiar with it like all other trading strategies and you know everything that I recommend before you decide to try something new make sure that it works while you're doing your virtual trading and only then should you carry it out into your real trading strategies and your day-to-day -day trading so I hope that helps um, that's my whole take on shorting again it's not illegal if anyone says it's illegal you know you clearly know that they don't know what they're talking about and it's not even worth arguing with people like that um, so yeah I hope that helps and I hope you guys now have a more fundamental understanding of shorting. So I'll see you guys in the next video.